guys! Welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Thanks for joining me for this mini episode. Um, I wanted to apologize that it's been so long since we've uploaded an episode. We've been pretty busy. Sarah's been sick, but we're going to be on it next week. But in the meantime, I wanted to upload something for you guys. And Sarah just actually just a couple minutes ago brought this to my attention and we thought this would be a great topic for this mini episode. So Sarah told me this, uh, if you go on to Instagram and you go to the LDS living account on Instagram, which by the way, can I just say LDS living they are totally breaking the prophet's commandment to not be called Mormons or LDS people anymore, right? <laughs> They're a victory for Satan. <laughs> they should be called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints living. But anyway, moving on, um, they posted a post. It, it's um, a few posts back. They posted it three days ago. So if you're listening to this in retrospect, that would be on uh, February 5th, 2019. <laughs> I know my dates. <laughs> Had to pause there. Um, and the post on Instagram says, how have you seen the power of the priesthood in your life? And there are 396 comments as of today. And you click on the comments and you guys, Almost every single one is left by an ex-Mormon. It is fantastic. And I we wanted to read some of them. Of course, I'm not going to say anybody's name. But I just want to read some of them and let you guys know about this in case LDS Living takes this post down. Because <laughs> it's not looking good for them, but we wanted to publish it and read some of these comments because they're amazing. So I don't really have a format for this. I'm just going to scroll through and pick some to read to you. I'll start with this top one. So again, I'll, I'll say the question. The question was, how have you seen the power of the priesthood in your life? The comments are, I was pressured into marriage by my priesthood leaders at an early age. <clears throat> Another one is guilted me into damaging reparative therapy at a young age only to find out that there is nothing wrong with being gay. Apparently, we can love the sinner but not their happiness. Here's another one. My 13-year-old son holds the priesthood. My adolescent son. They give this authority to 12-year-old boys but not the women who raise them. Makes total sense. Here's another one. When I was a child, I had severe scoliosis. I needed surgery to stop the curvature of my spine from progressing. My father gave me a blessing and my family held a fast. My father got the distinct impression that I should not have the surgery and that my back would be fine. Well, here I am, a middle-aged woman whose back is so curved that I can only sit or stand for a short period of time. My pain is at times excruciating. I guess my father's power of discernment was a little off. My current orthodox told me none of this would be bothering me today if I had only had surgery when I was a child. Ugh, isn't that heartbreaking, you guys? I'm sure lots of you have stories like these. Um, let me find another one. 
My father taught me that my first responsibility was to support the priesthood by being a supportive wife and a good mother. I gave up vocal performance scholarship because I couldn't figure out how being a professional opera singer would fit with being a stay-at-home mom. I dropped out of college because I figured what was the point of spending the money and doing the work if I was never going to have a career. Ugh. Here's another one. When I was in high school, I was on a very rare date. I didn't date much. At the end of the date, the guy brought me home and we sat in his car for four to five minutes listening to music. My priesthood leader father was peeking out the window and proceeded to run out of the house in his holy garments, open the car door, yank me out of the car, and screamed at my date to get the F out of here. He then pulled me by the hair back into the house, yelling for all the neighborhood to hear that he didn't raise a whore. Oh my god! Like, all of these comments, they're they're sad and they... They're heartbreaking, but it's also amazing to me that all these people are speaking out and they're doing so on a Mormon Instagram. My father told me when I was 16 that he would rather I be murdered than be raped and live. I realize now that he couldn't have possibly really meant that and that he was just regurgitating a general authority talk from the last general conference. I forgive him. Ugh. The priest had asked me to reconsider having a double mastectomy when I had breast cancer. The brethren asked me to have faith in God that I would be healed. This mantra is why so many women in Utah die from breast cancer. When I was a teenager, a bishop convinced my mom not to leave my very abusive father. She was told to just deal with it. Ah, it's just... It's crazy. Where to begin? How about when I was 12 and my bishop said my grandfather molesting me was my fault because I was old enough to know better. Ugh. I received a priesthood blessing instructing me that I shouldn't worry about which graduate school to attend because I was meant to be a wife and mother, so I wouldn't need to pursue a career. The priesthood talked me out of going to, to the police when I was being stalked and said it was happening because the guy loved me so much. I trusted the power of discernment, discernment he supposedly had, and I almost died. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. Um, I won't read more of these because I know it's probably not that exciting listening to me read them, but you guys go on to the LDS Living Instagram and add your stories. Um, we're going to go on there on the, on our Instagram as well and share this and try to respond to these people. But we we're loving this community and this is a really cool thing that's happening. So go check it out. Um, thank you so much for listening. We will be back very shortly with full episodes. We love you all. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>